Ah, it's about that time, CBT time, changed by truth time, and I'm your host, Minister DK, and I know it's been a minute, but I've got something that's going to actually bless your whole life and change your perspective. Hey, people of God, I know it's been a minute since I've been on the air, but I'm sensitive and I'm favorable to what God says, and when God tells me to sit still... I've learned to sit still. I've got a question for you, and I want to ask you something. What do you do when God now puts you in a place, isolates you, puts you aside, and then he sends a word to you, unexpected to your own understanding, but when you hear the word, found out where the word came from, it messes your whole mind up. Did you know that God is the good shepherd and that we are sheep of his fold. But did you also know that the Bible says that Christ then says that he has sheep that's not of the fold, which means this, that somewhere in your life, if you walk with God long enough, you're going to run into a word from an individual that doesn't look like God, sound like God, may not fit your requirement of what you know to be a Christian is. But they could be holding the very word that can change your life and increase your anointing in your faith. Because let me tell you something, what God has in store for you, sometimes it don't come through the house that you're involved with. Sometimes it comes straight from the heart of God in a way that you can believe and receive and hear a real heard word from God. So stay tuned. Get your faith, open your heart. God's got a message and a blessing for you today that's going to shock your whole system. We'll be right back. God bless you. Well, God bless you, people of God. Welcome again to CBT Change by Truth. I'm your host, Minister DK, and I'm here just to share with you something that, as you can tell, has got me, oh, God, has got me more than excited. Hey, hey, look, people of God, let me pray and let me jump into this. Father, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for every ear that heareth, every heart that believeth, and every faith can that can receive. Increase us, multiply us, open us, God, shelter us, rearrange us, anoint us, reposition us, strengthen us, God, and position us so we can believe beyond our mind. And do the thing, God, that you're asking us to do in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, people of God, I'm, I am excited. I first want to um, say I know it's been a minute since I've released anything. Um, I don't do this podcast because it's something to do, because I'm looking for an audience, because I need a platform. I don't do it because of any of that. I do this because as God feeds me, I want to share with you. Something that you can't get across a pulpit, something uh, that you can't read in a book. I want to share with you a living word and testimony, preferably to strengthen your life. And when I say your life, I mean your life in Christ. 
We say many things all the time and it becomes cliche. The Bible says that he who finds his life, keeps his life, loses it. But he that gives it up for Christ's sake then finds his life. Truth of it is I'm only here to strengthen your life in Christ. What you do with your life within yourself is a battle that you got to deal with yourself. But that's a whole other situation for a whole other time. I am excited to bring to you today the title of this sharing moment I have with you, the power of a heard word. And I start off by saying this. Um, there was a time ago, not too long ago, that I went through a season with my walk with God that it was very difficult. And this this podcast is not going to be necessarily a teaching and preaching one, but I'm sharing with you along with scripture and along with testimony to strengthen your belief and your faith system. So as I was saying, there was a time ago um, that I went to a went through a situation before COVID with my walk with God. God began to shift things in my spirit while I was serving him, preaching and sharing and serving in the house of God. And while I was doing all of these things, God began to stir up something within me. And when God began to stir things up within me, the first thing I did is went to people that I love. I went to my wife. I went to people that I was close to and I began to share with them what God was saying within my life. This is what I found out. I found out when God begins to speak something to you, there's no need for you to go and ask and share and, and, and just experiment and do, and do surgery on the word that he gave you. There's no need for you to do that because people are not going to understand what God put in you, what he's saying to you, what he's doing in you. And as I began to be still, God began to talk to me about me. He began to tell me things. And the more I began to listen to him, I wanted to understand that it was just not me. So I began to share with people around me. And the more I shared with people around me, the more uh, they didn't understand what I was saying because they had their own agenda. They had their own ideas. They had, they had their own philosophies. They would begin to tell me what they thought God was saying. They began to tell me what they thought I should do. And if I, by chance, did not, oh God, receive or understand or agree with what they were saying, it became issue. I need you to hear me. I learned in this situation that God had me in a place of isolation, a place of being invisible while still visible, a place of isolation while I was still in, oh God, the congregation, so to speak. I was still amongst people, around people, with people, but yet isolated. And I began to pray and ask God, Lord, I'm listening to the word of God. I'm listening to the man of God preach. I'm listening to what people are saying. And Lord, nobody is understanding what you're doing in me or what you're saying to me. Let me tell you something. When a real word begins to circulate in your spirit, it will continuously move like current like electricity, it will continue to move until it finds its resting place. But this is the question I pose to you at this moment. What happens when you're searching for a word to hear a word, 
But where you're hearing it from does not connect to what God is saying to you. Now, many of you probably think I'm asking God for business. I'm asking God for where's my next job? Where's my next spouse? I'm I'm seeking God for my blessing. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about when God begins to speak to you concerning who he is and what he wants you to do. Nothing about what you have in your hands and what you desire in your house and the kind of car. Christ said, birds have nests, foxes have holes, but the son of man have no way to lay his head. It's not about the things you want. It's about what God wants. And so as I went through this season right amongst the saints, still doing ministry, still preaching, still still serving people. God realized that I was searching. But even the people that I thought were supposed to connect to me were not connecting because they were so infused in what they wanted. And if you did not do what they asked you to do, if you did not agree and follow their way, then you became, oh God, you became the the terrorist that was a spiritual enemy. And so God, I said, I'm, I'm isolated. I'm isolated. And so people of God, I went through a season where God told me to be quiet. He he closed my mouth. My heart was still open. My faith was still active. My prayer was still continuously moving, but my mouth was closed and my faith was open. And this is where it gets interesting. I want to read to you the premises of of my text that I'm that I that I'm that I'm teaching from so you can understand a little more. I don't want to ever give you anything that's not scriptural based or anything that I can't relate to God because I trust his word more than anything. Uh in the book of John chapter 10 verses and I guess I'll start with mm, verse 13. It says that uh the hireling Let's go with verse 11 first. It says that I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. Listen, people of God. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known of mine. Verse 15 says, as the father knoweth me, even so know I the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And the other sheep I have, watch this, listen close to this. This is where I want to be. And the other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, Did you know that God's got sheep that don't look like you, don't sound like you, don't pray like you, don't even believe like you, but they know God. They've been with God. They've experienced God. They carry the power of God within them, but they're not of the fold that you're from. He said, I have other sheep which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. 
Hallelujah. I, I, I want to read that to you. And I read that to you because this is where I am. After all the time I've been with God and I've walked with God, I never thought I would come to a place in my relationship with God. That I would be in a place where the people of the fold, mm, the house of God, the place that I worship, the people that I know. I never thought I would come to a point where I could not hear them. I never thought I would come to a point and a place where even the preach word that comes from behind the pulpit, I could not hear that. And it bothered me to my heart because I said, God, you've brought me this far, but yet I'm still trying to connect with what you're saying. But the more I seek and I listen for your word, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I hear, I hear, I hear words, W-O-R-D-S, but I don't hear your word, W-O-R-D. See, a lot of times people nowadays in the house of God are getting excited about a bunch of words that excite them because they're in a bunch of places in their life. And when you're in a bunch of places wanting a lot of things, desiring a lot of people and, and, and all over the place, you need a lot of words to make you feel good about the places you're in. But when you are centered in God and you want only God and what God has for you, the only thing that would do for you is a word singular. You need a word. And so now I begin to walk around amongst people feeling invisible, feeling broken, feeling shattered, feeling lost. And to be honest with you, a lot of people around me wanted me to feel like I was separated from God and God did not care about what I was feeling. And the truth of it is the Bible says that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. So God knows exactly where you are and what you feel at any given time in your life. Never let nobody make you feel like God has written you off. Because the reality of it is he's still writing about you. And so I begin to go forth. And this is where I get interesting. Because we as the people of God have to understand you need to fall in love with the word and not the vessel that carries the word. Did you hear what I just said? People of God need to fall in love with the word, W-O-R-D, and not the vessel that carries the word or words. Depending on who it is. I began to walk around feeling lost. And one day, people of God, I was along my way working and I ran into an individual. A lady. I'm going to keep it real with you because I'm excited in my spirit. And she asked me what my name was and I told her what my name was. And I asked her what her name was and she told me. What her name was. Never seen the lady. Did not know the lady. And she told me something that was very odd. But I knew I was having some type of encounter with this woman. She told me that, oh God, my voice was louder than most. And I, 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 what, what, <laughs> what do you mean? My voice is louder than most. She said, your voice is louder than most. God's going to use you for the greater good. She said, have a nice day. And I went home and I thought about that thing. 
Have you ever had a stranger tell you something that it didn't make sense to the fact that you didn't know them or who they were, but it made sense to your spirit? See, this is what happens. The word normally has to fight through the way you think in order for it to land in fertile grounds in your spirit where it produces fruit. In a place that I was in, confused, broken, I felt isolated. She told me that my voice was louder than most. And God was going to use me for the greater good. Now, God has done a lot of things in my life. At this point, a lot of things supernaturally in my life. He's used me for a lot of different things. And I know that God can hear me. But what she was telling me was relevant to what I was going through at that time. And so making a story short, long story short, I saw the lady about two weeks later at the same place. Little did I know she worked there. And when I went in there, she stopped me again and she said, how you been doing? I said, I've been doing good. How are you? Fine. I said, I thought about what you said. She said, I know you did. And we began to converse standing outside. And she began to tell me things. Listen, people of God. She began to tell me things about herself and how God delivered her. And how. The enemy took so many things from her. Oh God, she lost husband. She lost mother and father and brother. And she lost uncle. She lost the five people that was closest to her so much in a short time span until she was the only one left in her lineage other than her children. They were taken from her because of what she was involved in. She began to tell me how broken she was and how God had to deliver her out of something so she could find peace within herself. And as she began to talk to me and share with me, I began to understand, God, this is unusual because I'm in a broken and lost place. And she has just arrived from a broken and lost place. And because of the way she was talking, I could still tell that she was broken and seeking more from God. And I began to minister to this woman about the grace of God and the love of God. She told me that because of what she was in as a child, she ended up having to teach herself the word of God. She had to teach herself. So she knew the word mentally, but spiritually there was no revelation about what she knew mentally. And a lot of people of God are in that place. You know the word in your head, but it has not manifested, produced anything in your spirit. And that's when it becomes a weapon, when your spirit has revelation of a word that's from God. She began to tell me. People of God, as she begins to tell me how broken she was. I began to pray with her and God began to restore her even the more. She told me one time that my presence was something unusual, that when I was around and standing and talking to her, she could feel healing coming to her. And she had never felt that before by no other Christian. She told me she had seen things in the church. She had been dealt with wrong in the church and a lot of things that she could see that were not right in the church because they were not of God. They were of man. She began to share with me at a time where I could relate to what she was saying. This is unusual. Listen to what I'm saying. This was unusual. Because as I'm ministering to her, I'm saying, God, you're having me to pour out things to this lady, but I'm still can't hear from you. And the next time I would see her, people of God, this woman who had been delivered from a situation who had been dealt with by the devil, 
who God had delivered out of a demonic situation. She, oh God, began to tell me how she was haunted over and over again and could not sleep. She began to tell me over and over again how, oh God, she had had stroke. She had had heart attack. She had had a coma. She had had all these different issues come to her in the same time and thing. And they thought it was COVID, but she knew that it was not COVID. She knew she was being attacked because God had delivered her and they were still after her. Listen to what I'm telling you. After I began to see God revive this lady, God then turned the situation around and she began to tell me things about where I worshiped. And she began to tell me about things that were going on at the place that I worshiped. She began to tell me things about my family. She began to tell me about things that God was going to do. Now, listen, I don't mean faith speaking. I mean, she's on point. She's accurate. She's giving me a word for now, today, at that moment. There was no way in the earth that I could receive and believe that she was saying and knew exactly what she was saying, except for the fact being God was involved. She began to tell me about things that would come to be at the place that I worship. And I saw it manifest as I sat still in a season of quietness. Every word that this woman said to me, I began to see it. It manifested. She's not a prophet. She's a woman that's broken because she's looking for God and she's dealing with God. And she heard a word in my spirit that gave her faith. And now God would take the broken vessel that she was and begin to pour into me because of my broken places. And where I could not hear from the church, where I could not hear from leadership, where I could not hear from family. God now, watch this, listen to me. God would take a woman that was delivered from witchcraft and being a witch and God would begin to heal me in a place that nobody could understand. Nobody could realize. Nobody could touch. People who said they had the Holy Ghost, God would reframe them from touching and speaking into me and use a broken vessel that was delivered from the darkness of hell to pour life into me. And finally, I could hear God in my spirit. I could feel his presence and he was using something that was not of the fold. She was full of God, but didn't look like the people that worshiped with me in the house of God. She was full of the spirit and gifting, but did not do it the way that we assumed or I assumed that she should do it. Glory to God. The Bible says, Jesus says, I have sheep you know not of, and I must bring them. They will hear my voice. Sometimes God uses people because people who are familiar with you refuse to give you what they are assigned to give you. And God will cause in all of his glory and splendor a sheep of a different fold, a sheep of a different culture, a sheep of a different nationality, a sheep that does not speak in tongues the way you speak in tongues, have never spoken in tongues, but they, they encompass and engulf with the presence of God. Glory to God. The things that she told me. God said, close your mouth and sit still and watch how I bring them to pass. Glory to God. And I saw everything that she said. I saw it come to be in my life. God would heal in my life. God would work miracles in my life. God would use me to heal and draw people in my life. 
I would see things manifest at the church that I belong to. In my life, every word that she said concerning, and she never been to my church, didn't know my pastor, didn't know the people of God, but she could see in the spirit and God would use her to show me that I need to get a word to you, son, talking to me. Well, you can believe because sometimes you get so close to the people that surround you in your place of worship, your house of God, until they would not let you be who God called you to be. And Jesus said, I had to leave Bethlehem because they knew too much of me. They were too familiar with me. And God said, now I'm going to impart into you. I'm going to feel you and touch you and heal you and deliver you by a sheep of another fold and he used a sheep of another fold to let me hear a heard word and now today I don't worry about what comes across a pulpit I don't worry about who strengthens me or who agrees with me now I know that as a child of God I don't care who you are or where you are there is no place that the hand of God the voice of God the power of God cannot reach you Oh, God, we need to trust God. God used the witch to heal me and to encourage me and build me in myself. He used a person that was broken to heal myself who was broken and used me who's already confused and broken to heal somebody who was delivered from the occult to believe and get closer to God. What is love? Love has nothing to do with touching somebody and laying with somebody and sexing somebody. Love has everything to do with you opening up yourself and letting God use you for somebody else to feel the presence and the power of God. So I come to you today as humbly as I know how to encourage you. Open your spirit and know that God is God. The things that God can use, he says he takes the foolish things and confounds the wise. People of God, get your head out of the hymn book and open your heart and put your heart in the hand and the faith of God who knows all things from the end to the beginning. He used something that I never saw coming. And when I found out what she used to be involved in, when she told me what God had delivered her from, and she told me that she still has issues because they're still coming after her, God began to take away the nightmares of the lady. God began to heal the presence and the body of the lady. God began to bring and draw her closer, and she began to change. Oh, God, I don't know who's listening. I really don't even care. But all I'm telling you is this people of God, the power of a heard word, because many Christians are listening to the word. And the reason why I say the power of a heard word, meaning past tense heard, is because when you hear it, there's no way it does not produce the glory of God in your life. Now I go to my sanctuary, I go to my church and I sit up and I don't get involved with what I hear. I'm there now to find God, release God and watch God. It's time that we get out of the church mindset and get into the kingdom of God mindset. God shifted me into the kingdom mindset about three years ago, right as COVID came. 
and he used somebody that's not in my church, doesn't look like the black church, doesn't look like, oh God, the non-denomination, doesn't look like what I'm used to, but he used a, a sheep of another fold who's not at my church, but still wrapped up and devoted to the kingdom of God. Oh, bless him. Oh, bless him. No man will ever close my eye. No man will ever take my faith. No man, I will ever lean on the arm of the flesh of any man. But I trust God. My grandmama used to always tell me, baby, keep your eyes on Jesus. And I'm telling you, as a man of God, a brother, a husband, and a lover that loves anybody that loves God and love those who don't know God, he is real and his power is matchless. You can't beat God. I'll never be lost because God knows how now to get a word to you. I'm telling you, it was the Enoch in the Bible that ministered to Philip. He was of another fold. I'm telling you that God has word everywhere. You just need to open your heart and believe it when you hear it. And when you hear it, it goes from a hearing the word to a heard word. And only a heard word would have the power. To put you in contact with God right where you are. Father, I bless you right now and I give you glory and I thank you for who you are. I can do nothing but commit myself and submit myself to the every day that you give me to live. That's right, God. I said I can only commit myself to the every day that you allow me to live. I want nothing in life, God, but to see you in the glory and the splendor of who you are. I pray that you touch everybody that listens to this. I pray that you open the eyes of their spirit and close the eyes of their own mind. Allow them to give up the life that they're trying to hold on to receive the life, God, that you have given them by your birth. I thank you. I praise you. I magnify you. In the name of Jesus, it is so. Amen and amen. Hey, people of God, listen. This was just a testimony sharing with you the power of a heard word. Wherever you are, whatever country, whatever state, whatever state of mind you're in, whatever condition you're in. Listen, I had to learn that when it seemed that I was far from everything, invisible, broken, confused, God says, you're right where I need you. Now I'm going to send you something to show you that I always got you, whether you're in the valley or on the mountaintop. If you make your bed in hell, he said he's there. If you arrive or you ascend to the highest mountain, he said he's there. There's no place in your life that God is not there, have not been, or is waiting for you because he loves you in his word that much. Until we talk again, Minister DK, God bless you. God bless you and God bless you. Be excited because he's forever and always in your life. God bless you. Amen. Well, people of God, I pray by faith that you heard that in your everlasting loving spirit. I'm so excited because watch this. God promises to take us from glory to glory. The thing of it is, is that we don't ever consider the cost of what it feels like or what we have to go through to go higher with God. But I'm here tonight to encourage you, and I pray that word encourage you, that testimony encourage you. But right now, I want to encourage you this.
you are never alone. I don't care what your eyes show you. I don't care what your ears allow you to hear. I don't care how you feel. God said, I'm with you even until the end of time. Lo, he said, lo, I'm with you. So be encouraged. Know this right here. Be on the lookout because God's got a word for you in any situation, in any circumstance, in any jail cell, any sickness, any in poverty, any poverty, any darkness, any loneliness. God has a word for you. Your only problem is going to have to be to be able to hear what he's saying so you will know you heard his everlasting loving word. God bless you. God bless you. And from my heart to yours, stay encouraged. God bless you again.